Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and I hope that you're all having a very blessed week. Enjoying yourselves, and uh, God's been able to bless you in your lives, cause, uh, and he's been making it humorous for you, because uh, with the craziness that is keeps going on and the stupidity of the quote-unquote elected officials that decide not to listen to what the people want and just do whatever they please, spend the money more and more and trying to make sure that uh, we're out of money before you know our kids, kids, and everyone else has a chance to be able to even understand that, to live in a uh, slavery type of government where, we're in de- where they're trying to just take everything to it because we have to work off everything that they've already done. I think it's time to uh, have a little bit of uh, relief and laughter during the week because I actually do think that with what Congress and everyone is doing in the spending, I think they should actually be responsible for for going outside of what the government is actually um, enumerated to do. Now, if you haven't looked in the enumerated powers, I encourage you to go study that part of the Constitution, read through it, understand what is there with this. But... You know, with everything going on in this world, you know, with the um, uh, Israel conflict, Ukraine conflict, um, Ukraine, Russia, Israel, Palestine, we have to look at the many different things of what is going on and really trying to decipher what is true, what is not, and what is going, what are people going crazy. I know. People are like, well, we want a ceasefire. I, I agree, there needs to be peace, but I'm not in that area of the world. I am not there, and uh, the war is gruesome. You know, the innocent lives that are that get caught in it. Uh, it's it's very sad. It's a it's a sad thing. However, at the same time. I can't go through and call somebody, you know, in a time of war that they've done something wrong based upon what they're doing. I'm not there, right? I, and I don't get where people get off saying, you know, what one side is doing is wrong um, for what they've done. And the other side, it's just a peace thing, right? And we need a ceasefire. You know, you're not in the area. You probably should shut your pie hole until you figure out exactly what is going on and understanding of it, right? Uh, you know, I kind of take the approach as in this is a war and there's going to be things that don't look like they do in peacetime, right? And there's probably things that are going to be very gruesome and unacceptable that you have to understand at the same time it is a war and that the by the byproduct of war is some very gruesome stuff you go there wasn't all this social media and quick access cameras and everything else in world war ii but there was a you know a huge massive side when the war happened the united states got in and d-day and everything else happened of you know side effects of that of innocent lives too that happened there throughout the war right but in the end everyone was glad it got over with everyone everything got completed everything was no longer um going on and that the war was finally done right the atomic bombs what did they do and i think that people people want to have an uh, an ideology of war is this 
clean thing that happens and not an, uh, an understanding that war is a very deadly thing that happens and I, I don't get why people just ignore this right we're not over I'm not over in Israel I'm not over in Ukraine right Ukraine Russia and what's going on there there is an argument and something that is a, a difference and you know, if there was a peace deal before, somehow that did not, you know, come to fruition. Whether you believe it's the United States that uh, talked Ukraine out of it or was something else. There's, you know, Israel-Palestine. Now that has been in conflict in that region for many, many years. <laughs> um, you just look at, remember there's a, two... There was a UN, you know, two-state solution that Palestine didn't want, and since then it's just been uh, Palestine's been shrinking, right? You're kind of going in and you know through religious wars over the years, different wars, different conquerors over that territory. It that's that's the way it is, and you know, I fine if if you have a solution that you know that's going to work laid out there but don't put you know don't be putting it out there saying hey this is going to work if it if something's already happened before and it hasn't worked i mean you have kids yelling to the israel israel soldiers you know i'm going to kill you and stuff like that i i really don't think that if you have that into the kids already that just uh a ceasefire is going to solve what is there right you're not really solving anything you're just you know spinning your mouth just to uh just to say something and so that's why you know here well you know i support israel and stuff like that i'm not telling and saying what needs to be done because i just you know even if you have a whole bunch of information you still might not have the right information and there it is a war it it is a you know it is something there now do i think the United States should be pouring its resources into it. Do I think that we should be, you know, spending money on it? No, I don't think so. I think $14 billion to Israel is illogical. I, we do not have the money here in the United States. I think that, what, was there another $10 billion that is able to go to Iran? I, I don't get this, right? It, let's say that you, I, neither one should happen, right? There's no foreign aid that is supposed to be flowing out of this country. All foreign aid needs to stop. But let's take it in another side of this, and where we're getting to is um, we have we have all this aid going out, right? And we can't we can't keep spending it, and we we just don't have the money. But let's say you fund Iran. Well, that money's going to make it back to, you know, what you think, uh, Hamas, right? That money's making it back there. So now you funded that side of the war, and then you're spending another $14 billion to, uh, to, to uh, Israel. Well, now you funded both sides. Here's what I think. If you're going to support a side, you don't have to sell aside weapons, right? That means, and I mean sell, not give, sell. And then let's say you want to support Israel, you just make it so, heck, Americans here that are building the weapons, ammunition, whatever else, you have them being able to build it, and you're selling that off to Israel or whatever. 
you know, making money from this, I think, is the best scenario because you're trying to go through and actually have and stimulate in a way that actually returns something to the American people right through an income and everything else. You're not adding to the debt. You're not, you know... In this case, if we're giving money to the American people while they may buy weapons and get weapons and everything else, that only do we have to have the weapons. But now you've taken that money away from those, even the people that are building the weapons, right, through tax and everything else. And there's a bigger burden on the American people. So what you're doing is destroying the American people, value, way of life, and everything else. And that's what politicians are actually doing, is that politicians are trying to destroy the American way of life, Americans as it as it were and everything else. We have a Speaker of the House that said we will not be doing any more CRs. I don't want to do that. And here we had a couple of CRs, continuing resolutions, that will continue the spending where it's at through the rest of the year. I think that it should have been shut down until they could figure out how to get the appropriation bills done and passed, right? This is continuing the spending levels without any decreases is very stupid on the House of Representatives. This is Republicans putting their heads up uh, in certain areas and not recognizing what actually needs to be done. Again, this is you're just compiling on to your f- failures and. And I don't understand where the Republicans are coming down to try to figure this out. I I don't. Um, They just had a horrible election cycle. Yes, I did see that they defeated a DA, a Soros DA, with 70,000 versus 1.1 million. The Soros DA had backing for the funding of that election. And they won by just a few hundred votes. Very, very good job there. However... I have a issue about where they're going. I think what is going to happen here is there going to be very much a difficulty going forward for local parties. And that is this um, Ronald McDaniel issue at the top. And as well, this is a big one, is I don't think it's Trump so much. I think it's the House representatives and how they are conducting business. Not that they are conducting business in, you know, with a uh, new speaker or anything else. Conducting business is not just this is what we said we're going to do and this is what we're going to do. Remember, the, Repo- the, the reason why the Republican Party has been getting so many votes is because they said that they would do something if we got elected. Remember Obamacare. I'm going back to Obamacare because this was a big one. And then what happened was, is that as Obamacare has still been, you know, until Trump kind of neutered it, it never was removed. It never was getting rid of. And don't tell me it's very hard to get rid of something. No, you put your mind to something, the Democrats will push through Obamacare, push through whatever they want, change whatever they want, whenever they want at that time. doesn't matter. The Democrats will get it done if they have all three 
branches or all three um, house uh, not all three branches but house uh, Senate and presidency they will push it all through and then they hope the Supreme Court doesn't <laughs> deny it down right or just says the Supreme Court will confirm it if there was a challenge against it, right? The Democrats will push through. What happens with the Republicans, and you can tell me to your blue in the face, they don't have the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Well, here's your problem. They did at one point. They didn't do anything with it. Remember, $5 billion or whatever it was, up to $20 billion to build a wall. That wasn't done. That was not done. Okay, people are upset about that. Now we now you have illegals flooding into this country. And the Republicans, there was eight or what, 20, 20 of them during that that voted to not hold um, a hearing and stuff for or not hold uh, the secretary accountable for the border. Uh, what is it, Macaos? Why is that? I mean, seriously? That's crazy. I don't, I don't get what that is. What is that all about? The guarantee clause that there would be, you know, protection of the U.S. borders. That's in the Constitution. We went through that a few weeks ago, about a month ago or so. So they're in direct violation of the Constitution. Including, that's in the Biden administration here. That's the Secretary. On top of the secretary not going along with it, Kamala was in charge of the border, has not done anything about it, and Joe Biden, the buck stops with him. So you now have very clear, right, the legals crossing the border, very clear breakage of that guarantee clause. I don't get why that no one's done anything, but somebody should be doing something about it. I was reading through some of the uh, responses somebody asked on Twitter um, how how it went, why people, or the question was, why did you not go out and vote in Virginia and Kentucky and Pennsylvania? Because a lot of the numbers show that if you would have had turnout, you probably would have been fine. And you know, there's a couple people, as long as you have Trump uh, at the head of the ticket, I don't want to vote for any Republicans, there's a, there's a, a lot more that said, hey, um, I, I just was busy. I was hunting, whatever else, couldn't make it. Um, so you, you got to get those people, right? And, you know, there's mail-in ballot stuff and everything else that you could address that with, um, absentee stuff. But then the other big one, I think it's also that this also got running into this problem is I don't think my vote counts. And that was the majority election fraud, election this and that. And I get where the Republican Party might say, well, then you can volunteer to help make sure it's securing everything else. Well, that's not really checking machines. That's not really verifying the machines are doing well. You know, somebody said, hey, you know, this. Um, somebody said hey this um, precinct was all of a sudden switching their votes right the machines weren't working right and then somebody said there's a few people that said hey this isn't uh, this means I just wasn't going to vote not worth my time 
And I think the Republican message of, you know, well, you can go and sit on something. While that makes sense, it is the wrong message to put out. And here in Wisconsin, they had a couple election integrity bills lately. And while, you know, it's good progress, remember we're in 2023, not 2020 anymore. And while they may put out and push them a little bit more here and do a little bit more with these um with these bills or, or you know with social media and news and everything else getting out their problem is that they're three years behind the curve you had to, you already had an election in 2022 now granted there's still some court cases like in georgia and every and a couple other places that are still going through but your big problem with all this and i'm going to lump this into not doing something what you said right january 6th for footage eighty-seven thousand irs agents you know, Obamacare, we, we could go on and on. There's a long laundry list of things here that have done it. But then you look at it and you have lo- have people lost faith that you will go out and back them or make sure or have a verification that their vote is important. While you want people to turn out, right? And I had this thought, and I've been trying to run it through my head here for a while. You want people to get out and vote. Now, there's going to be fraud. You just have to overpower the fraud. You can even overpower machines. That has happened before. And out outdo machines so that they can, you know, get in... Th- Get in, uh, you know, get to the right result of what we, what actually happened, and as, as Trump won, right? That in 2016 that happened. You overwhelmed it. They didn't think the fraud was. Uh, they thought Hillary was going to be 100 percent. The fraud didn't work, and here we are. We broke through with Trump, and there it is. Now, that's that's the great side. That's the great side of turnout. The problem is, is that now you now everyone's starting to see the fraud. They see the machine switching on people. They see that you know people brought boxes out from underneath tables. They covered up the election facility in Michigan. That is all out there and seen, right? We see that these machines were connected to the internet when they're not allowed to. It breaks election law, and there was no resulting penalties of that and so while they are you know gop are and seeing everybody else may say hey so and so one or whatever else they may say this happened they may say you know this what they did not do is go through and do we will make sure this doesn't happen we are you know fortifying the laws where we can you know, we did spend effort to do this. This did not happen. Now we, we, we have to make sure we adjust laws so that it can't happen again. We have attacked and spent money legally to do this. We are doing our best to be able to go through. Instead, they have been pretty much radio silent and letting the candidates, let's look at Arizona, having the candidates fund all of this and not themselves. So, sent. It, 
take a and GOP if you're listening take just take a look at this for a second you did not support the people and all these other things that I've explained and I can go and give you more examples you're right you're going through I want no more CRs and now you just pass another couple CRs through the engineer without getting through all your appropriations you should have shut it down and just got the CRs done forced the Democrats to realize or forced the Democrats to realize that the appropriations need to be done and stop the CRs I didn't mean pass the CRs I mean stop the CRs right Mike Johnson said that he was going to stop doing CRs, and yet he's now done two CRs, right? There's two that passed for the end of the year spending. So take it, you know, leadership's in the, your parties. Take a look at this. Take a step back and ask yourself this. If you were a voter and not a GOP representative, and every single time you bring up a concern and everything else, and the party does nothing, the party doesn't respond, members or not, remember, just people that vote for you, they don't have to be in the party, people that are voting and supporting you, and they're saying these grievances, don't you think you probably, and if you're getting a lot of them, don't you think you probably should say something or do something and look something up a little bit instead of just going, throwing up your hands and not making a big fuss out of everything? If you want your base to move to be the Democrats, fine. I don't think that you're going to pull enough people from the Democrats to be your base. You're kind of destroying your party. But are you willing to kind of give up on your current voters in order for that? Because that's what you're doing. Abortion's a big issue. And your whole thing is, you know what, we got to, you know, have become more moderate on abortion because, you know, that's what that's what we think needs to happen. I'm going with that word. Okay, here you go. Guess what happens? Oh, we can't, we don't have enough evidence right now to impeach Biden. Instead of having a hearing, a public hearing to get that evidence out of what it is and isn't. So people can also make a determination because now we're, we're going through and bribery, um, right? Bribery there. Um, going through I'm pretty sure that that is not in the constitution right we, we already have them you know fl- passing and not protecting a border right that's in the constitution the guarantee clause and you know in section four of article two of the constitution that is the president vice president and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for conviction of treason bribery or other high crimes and misdemeanors. So do you think that the check, you know, that China was paying Joe Biden and 10% back, if that was while he was vice president or anything else like that, um, that's bribery? And there's not enough evidence. Yet you're not going to show us what the, what the lack of evidence is. Do you think, GOP, that you might be kind of just breaking that trust a little bit with your with the voters that you have? And maybe you are trying to get those Democrat voters and move to the left. Maybe you are. Are you willing to do that to lose your base? Because that's what will happen. It will happen. Trust me on this. You can ask, well, how do you know that that's going to happen? How do you know that that's going to be what it is? We could just be 
going at because you're turning your back on the way uh, on those people. They stood for something. They are standing on their principles. They're standing on, on the word of God, whatever it is. I talked to those people. And yet you're willing to turn your backs on them and not get something done. Did I say that you want to get something done? I think that you want to do something. I think that you want people to come and out to vote for you. You may not necessarily agree with what the, these people want, with what these people have questions about, but if you don't address them, they don't have an incentive to go out and vote. So now I, I was at an event where um, the GOP were saying, you know, some leaders, we have to get out there and vote and getting your vote in early means that we can spend some money on somebody else to get them out to vote. Okay. I also vote election day. I, I enjoy doing that. It's like a national holiday for me. Even though I still work, I go back to work that day. It's, you know, I think it's important. I, I want to instill in my family that it is an important duty of ours. You don't have to vote for people. You have to go vote. Your vote counts. Whatever you do, it counts in a way of you showing your support for somebody or not showing your support for somebody. Because there's a total number of votes and... Yeah, I get there's fraud and everything else. We've been through that before. But here's the thing. Now your problem is, is that you've gone through, you're thinking your money's spending on that voter. You're thinking about the end goal. How about you back yourself up and start about the beginning part to get to the end goal? Let's say you take a little bit of that money and... Uh, Say, hey, we're investing it to make sure there's no voter fraud, to make sure we can uh, have eyes on everything, to make sure that, you know, what we've gone through, we've gone through and tried to settle some things to make sure machines aren't in these areas, to make sure we have, you know, a validation point to not have this. Do you think that maybe those voters might just then just come out? They might be like, oh, my excuse is removed. Man, they're actually doing something for what I care about. I don't want any more uh, high spending stuff, you know, no more foreign aid. And they decided to stop it. You know, Obamacare, when I voted to put them in, they finally removed that. You know, I keep talking about how we can't keep just having an insane debt and calling out my representative. But every single time they keep uh, voting for it. But now, all of a sudden, they said they're just putting a solid cut to it they're reducing it they have a balanced budget and they cut it cold this is things i can get behind you know what i'm going to tell my friends that they've actually done some stuff of who they should vote for i i can actually get on board with all this don't think always that the way you do things in the at the end is the way you have to do things in the beginning Having standards and following through on what you say is probably pretty crucial. I know it. Heck, how many, uh, 
how many people out there have kids? How many of these representatives have kids? Yet their kids see through stuff of their BS when they do it. And yet they're doing it to the people. And they're expecting different results. If they already have kids, they know how the kids are going to react. Well, we're going to react the same way. They're just expecting a different result each time between the two. You put a little bit of effort on the front side. You you need to have people that talk about your candidates that aren't paid for it. You just do. If you're not going to get people to talk about your candidates because you because of your failures at addressing the issues that are affecting your voters, what's going to happen is is that those voters you have to sell them to get out to vote. The ones that come out every single time to get out to vote. If you have to sell them to get out to vote, then they can't go and help you to get others out to vote. It's just a very hard sell. And you no longer have a position that we are just not the Democrats. So you can't hold that position anymore that we're not the Democrats because you're not getting out voters because of that message. That's no longer working. You have broke, you have broke the bond of the voters of what the voters want. You have not followed through on your actions of what these elected officials say they were going to do. McCarthy was a prime example of what he said he was going to do. He had that list the first day, and he never did it in nine months or whatever it was. So all of a sudden, he's failure already. And you think, and then the party was upset that there was a change of fear and infighting. So you were willing to even destroy your voters even more. You better hope that this Mike Johnson has some ability to kind of bring it back together after he just broke all a whole bunch of stuff right now with impeachment of Biden, the um, impeachment of Marquez or, you know, the secretary there, you know, the um, Israel spending, uh, the uh, CRs just passed instead of just having appropriations and single bills, stuff like that. All this stuff is starting to add up, and you're hoping that you can get by all that. Sometimes I wonder if somebody has actually just thought this through, walked it through. I get where they're saying, you know, if you want to, you know, watch the vote and everything else to make sure it's accurate, you go do that. That makes sense. They need volunteers. But on the big things, the machines, the covering up, the counting of votes, ballots underneath tables... The not standing up for what you said you were going to do. Have a foundation of something, you know. Um, Obamacare, you go back and you look at all these things and it's just like, whoa. We keep breaking the promises and everything else and we want to go out and say, go vote for me, go support me, go everything else. There is a disconnect someplace someplace why does trump have support and then all these other ones are falling off and i get it i did mention that some people don't like that trump's in the uh, the running the head of the race and we i read those comments and i didn't mention them there was the first ones i mentioned not a whole lot but what what i did notice is is that when they had those or when you when you have those and i was thinking about it 
Why does one people a whole bunch of think and support Trump? Because he's talking, he's talking about issues that affect the person. He's the Agenda Forty Seven stuff. I will deport the illegals. Economy stuff. He has stuff, and he's addressing it. And you have a, and the people that are looking at this and just going over it have some faith because guess what? He did some of the stu- stuff he said last time, and he has credibility in doing that. People are like, whoa, a politician that actually said stuff and they did what they said. I can get behind this. You can't think of this as it's Bush era anymore. Obama era, no. Everyone's moved off. Hopefully, the GOP may start understanding this. Because right now, they're going down a weird road of... Kind of, it's kind of like an echo chamber a little bit, but I'm running a little bit long and I want to thank you all for listening to the way freedom flies. I really do appreciate it. I know I didn't get, uh, got involved here today, but I hope that you understand talking about the basics and, or your, your base of what you are and who you are is the foundation of God in your life. And everything should be based off that. If we need to bring God into more areas of our life and not fewer. And if he's not there in our life in an area that we work in or, you know, thinking about or, you know, doing, we need to bring him in so that he can be that center and the one we look towards. I thank you so much. I'm praying for everybody out there. Um, We will get this turned around. We will get there. Um, God is going to be, God is great and we're going to bring it back. And until next time, remember to reach out to the Way Freedom Flies at Proton.me if you have any questions or comments or anything else. Until next time, God bless.